Good morning and praise the Lord, dearly beloved, and to the church in the house. God's word for today. We're reading from the book of Amos in the sixth chapter, beginning in verse 1 through verse 14. Woe to them that are at ease in Zion and trust in the mountain of Samaria, which are named chief of the nations to whom the house of Israel came. Pass ye unto Kelna and see, and from thence go ye to Hamath the great. Then go down to Gath of the Philistines. Be they better than these kingdoms? Are their border greater than your border? Ye that put far away the evil day and cause the seed of violence to come near, that lie upon beds of ivory and stretch themselves upon their couches and eat the lambs out of the flock and the calves out of the midst of the stall that chant to the sound of the viol and invent them for themselves instruments of music like David, that drink wine in bowls and anoint themselves with chief ointments, but they are not greed for the affliction of Joseph. Therefore now shall they go captive with the first that go captive, and the banquet of them that stretch themselves shall be removed. The Lord God hath sworn by himself, saith the Lord God of hosts, I abhor the excellency of Jacob and hate his palaces. Therefore will I deliver up the city with all that is therein. And it shall come to pass if there remain ten men in one house that they shall die. And a man's uncle shall take him up and he that burneth him to bring out the bones of the house and they shall send to him that is by the sides of the house. Is there yet any with thee? And he shall say, No. Then shall he say, Hold thy tongue, for we may not make mention of the name of the Lord. For behold, the Lord commandeth, and he will smite the great house with breaches and the little house with clefts. Shall horses run upon the rock? Will one plow there with oxen? For ye have turned the judgment into gall and the fruit of righteousness into hemlock. Ye which rejoice in the thing of naught, which say, have we not taken to us horns by our own strength? But behold, I will raise up against you a nation, O house of Israel, saith the Lord God of hosts, and they shall afflict you from the entering in of Hamath unto the river of the wilderness." Here we see again how the actions of people that are in rebellion and disobedience provoke God to wrath. And as they did then, it's happening right now in 2024 because people rather than living by the rule of God, by the gospel of Jesus Christ, they're choosing to live by what they, the, the wisdom of the world, living out of decisions that are made in the flesh. God have blessed a lot of people and many people have lots of, they have riches and wealth, but they don't serve God. They don't worship God. They don't try to help those that really need help. As a matter of fact, they're taking from them. That's why the government officials are partly at fault with this. Some of the priests of the gospel are at fault because they are living in such affluence that they don't care about the people that yet struggle. 
So this wisdom here helps us to see. Go ahead and keep going on, living on the living on the high horse, so to speak. God is letting us know that your day is coming because he's going to bring you down. And when God bring you down for lack of worship, for lack of obedience, for lack of being a blessing to those that you could bless, that he's going to take from you what he's blessed you with. So let us be careful. Let us worship God and let God continue to bless us that we can help others to see. Give your whole heart to God and he's going to always be there for you. When I stand before God at the end of my life, I would hope that I would not have a single bit of talent left and could say, I used everything you gave me. Irma Bombeck. Love God, love others, and love yourself. Again today, let us pray. All wise and eternal God, in the holy name of Jesus the Christ, again this morning we give you thanks, praise, honor, and glory for your goodness and for your mercy. We thank you, Holy Father, for the opportunity to experience this new day with the saints of our mind and activity of our limbs. We're asking you again, God, today, if you'd be so kind to continue to lead us and guide us in the path of righteousness for your name's sake. We ask you again, God, today, if you'd, God, to just forgive us anywhere and everywhere we failed you in word, in deed, or in thought. That we can go forward today, God, as we embark upon this day to go and perform the task you set before us today. We're going to do it, God, knowing, God, that you are, or since you're on our side, you're more than the whole world against us. Since you're for us and who can be against us, you promised us that you would never leave us nor forsake us because you're with us to heal us, to deliver us, to prosper us, to save us, to help us. God, and with these promises, we can't lose if we don't let our faith fail us. But the enemy is on the prowl seeking to kill, steal, and destroy. And we know, Lord God, today, if we don't become faithful to you by your word with the dwelling of your spirit, that the enemy is eventually going to pull us down. So we don't have time. We should not even risk running after the things of this life and neglecting you because we're reading your word and your word is telling us it's just a matter of time before all those that turn away from you, the blessings that you granted unto them, the the good life, the prosperous life, the affluent life, and they still go on and they ignore you. But you, God, you're moving by your spirit with your wrath, your fury, your indignation, because you've proven already, God, that however wealthy a person could be, God, that you still, COVID still got some of them. COVID killed some of them. God, and that's just the pestilence. But other things are taking place, God, because you're allowing things to happen around the world that impact the product, the productivity of things that we need in this life for some people to keep up the affluent lifestyle that they're living. The things that enable them to do that are going to not be able to be produced. They're not going to be able to get them, God. But we know, God, for those that are of the household of faith, that we hold fast and don't let our faith fail us, God. Whatever you allow in the land, you're going to be there for us. You're going to give us the wisdom to know how to get through it. You're not going to let our faith fail us. We're going to trust you. We're going to do whatever, make whatever uh, adjustments in life that we have to make, God, to get through because we know, God, that you're going to bring us out good on the other side. 
involve all of the trials and the tribulation, the adversity, the hardships, the difficulties, God, but that's with those of us that have the indwelling of your spirit. For those that don't know you in the parting of their sin, that those that have purposely lived in um, rebellion to the gospel of Jesus Christ, those that deliberately rejected the gospel of Jesus Christ, those that deliberately chose to follow in other religions and other convictions and persuasions, and they did it on purpose, God, when that day come, this is going to be a really rough day for them, God, because it's going to be left at your discretion whether you will even hear their cry. But we know, God, that you're going to, to that afflictions are coming, God, and people are going to be punished, God, for disobedience and irreverence to your word. But we also know, God, for them that, that live according to your word, that seek to do what's right. And when you search our hearts and you see in our hearts, we are very desirous of doing what's right, to live by the gospel. God, you're going to be there for us, and particularly for our pastors. God, your pastors, God, that you're going to refresh God, hallelujah, with your presence, with the knowledge and the wisdom of your word. And they're going to demonstrate the gospel of Jesus Christ and they're going to preach it. God, with, with, without fear, favoritism, or compromise, God, but they're going to do it with purpose, with pride, dignity, and diligence because they know God, hallelujah, and we will remember where you brought us from. We remember the darkness you brought us out of. We remember what you forgave us of. God, and you showed mercy and you filled us with your spirit. And so it is with others when they turn to you with their whole heart, God, and they surrender their whole heart to you, as you said through the prophet, God, that you would restore the years that were lost when they turned with their whole heart to you, God. And so we're asking you, God, again today, refresh these preachers, every pastor in particular, God, and help us to be reminded our responsibility is to help people, God, hallelujah, to learn how to live by your word, to understand your word. Our job is to feed them with knowledge and with understanding of the knowledge. And it's their responsibility to accept it, to seek you, to walk in it. We will always be there to lead and guide, hallelujah. But what you do for them is left up to how they react to your instruction, how they respond to your instruction, Lord. So we're asking you, God, today, that for those of us that are striving to do it right, that we will be an example for them. God, that they will turn away from darkness into this light because, God, we know that there are still those that don't know and don't know that they don't know and they're walking in darkness and don't understand it. God, because they are, are surrounded, God, the, the people that they spend their vocation with every day, they're all in darkness and they don't realize they're in darkness because of the little that they do know about Christianity. The, many of them have not accepted, they have never sought you, God, to be baptized with the Holy Ghost, God, and so they remain in darkness. But we know, God, just like you allowed somebody into our life when we were struggling and we were talking the talk, God, but we didn't even know how to walk the walk because we didn't have the wisdom in us. We didn't have the indwelling of your spirit. But now that we do, as you send us into their lives, God, let us go in and be demonstrators of your word, of the your love, your mercy, your compassion, God, to help people to see. One of the first things, the first thing that they have to do is acknowledge the fact that they're not saved can and repent for not seeking you, God, in sincerity, God, and in truth that you provided for them, but they just ignored it. God, but when they do, when you hear the, 
and see that earnestness in them, you will hear their cry. God, and you're going to baptize them with the Holy Ghost and bring them out of that darkness into this light of the knowledge of the gospel. And prayerfully and hopefully, God, some of the other people that know them will see and, and hear, God, what people are doing, God, how you brought them out of darkness. And their testimony will be, amen, that just I was in a, in a rut and didn't know it. I was living in a lifestyle that I thought I had it made and I didn't know how deep in darkness I was. But the love of God shined in my life. And God, and that's what we want to do, God, to let the light of the knowledge of the gospel of Jew put in us shine and just radiate God from us in the or in on our jobs, God, in our communities, God, in our homes, in our church families, God, wherever we are, God, in our schools, Lord, that people will be able to see. And even when they come to you privately, and we hope that they will at least do that and begin to cry. Lord, I don't know, but I heard this brother and I heard this sister and all. God, I don't know you to be true or right or what, but when you hear them crying, Lord, but please help me. I want to do what's right. If you will help me, I'll, I'll come to you with my whole heart. God, and when you discern that they're coming with their whole heart, then we know then, God, that you're going to bring them out of that darkness into the light of the knowledge of the gospel. And even when they're sick because they know that the faith that they have received from hearing your word by commissioned preachers with the anointing by the indwelling of your spirit. God, they won't let their faith fail them, but they're going to continue to pray and seek you and reach out to you. God, hallelujah, until when you let the Holy Ghost just visit them, God, your spirit. God, you're going to get them out of those sick beds, God, and get them on their feet. And the doctors and everybody are going to be amazed because they thought that they had to just keep filling them and pumping them full of this medicine and all these chemicals and all of these things, but you're going to get them on their feet and the people won't understand. They weren't supposed to be even come out of that. They weren't supposed to, because what we know, and then you're going to demonstrate your presence. So we thank you. I give you praise. I give you honor. I give you glory. And everyone that you get out of those sick beds, let them testify. God did this for me. And we thank you for it. For those that have lost their way. And as we ask you every day, I ask you now again today, when they acknowledge the fact that they allowed their feelings, their emotions to affect their decision making, they made decisions to have them in a dark place this very hour, but they turn, hallelujah. But when they begin to cry out to you, Lord, please forgive me because you brought me out of this darkness and I allowed myself to to fall back into it. But God, please forgive me and get me out of this darkness and bring me back into the light of the knowledge of the gospel. And God, when you determine that their cry is sincere, God, when they do it with diligence, they do it with purpose, you're going to restore them and refresh them and get them back on the right path in life. And hopefully and prayerfully, that's going to impact the people that, that lured them away from the truth to realize the power of the indwelling of your spirit. And what it, having faith in you, what it will do. And they will turn from that darkness and begin to seek you. And at your discretion, you're going to save them from this underworld generation as well. God, just like you're going to restore financial independence and self-sufficiency in the midst of all of the chaos and the confusion, everything that's going on. 
God, hallelujah, how you are allowing one thing to happen that impacts another thing and impacts something else. And God, and the finished product that people have been making their living with cannot be produced because you've cut off things. God, to help all of these things to happen because just like your word said today, all of the affluence that you allowed them to have, they neglect you, they don't worship you, they don't serve you, they don't try to help their fellow man as they could. God, and you're going to bohosha. And you're going to move by your spirit in their lives when they cry out to you in sincerity, Lord, help me. Hallelujah. However, God, that they lost their self-sufficiency when their cry is right, when their cry is sincere, when their cry, God, is from the heart, you're going to move by your spirit and grant restoration, God, of their self-sufficiency and financial independence. God, you're going to repair the breaches in their life and they're going to become self-sufficient again. They're going to be able to be uh, support their church families where they attend, God. They're going to be reminded that they had neglected to do what they should have done and what they could have done. But now, God, that they're going to, to declare unto you that they won't fail you like that again. They're going to support their, support their local church families, and they're going to do whatever they can to help others that they had neglected to do in all the affluence that you had them in, but they realize you brought them down. And that when you cause them to understand why you brought them down, God, that when they begin to flourish again, they won't forget it. And they're going to do what you've charged to do because we're going to live God. Hallelujah. To help show you that we appreciate your, your love because we're going to God. We believe God. Hallelujah that you love us in spite of us and we're going to love you back because you loved us when we didn't deserve it and you brought us out of darkness into the light of the knowledge of the gospel and God and you're going to strengthen people that have lost loved ones. You're going to comfort them and console them. God, and you're going to strengthen them. They're going to be able to go forward, God. They're going to get themselves up. God, and realizing that you don't have make mistakes and they're going to not let their confidence wane in you, but their confidence is going to grow and they're going to be able to help others to realize, put your faith and your trust in God because he's always there. God, and we want the preachers as they preach and teach without fear, favoritism, or compromise, as they preach with purpose, pride, dignity, and diligence, God, people are going to understand, God, that you are omnipotent. You have all power. You are the only sovereign and majestic one in the whole world, God. Hallelujah. God, hallelujah. There's nothing, no power that's greater than you because you are the source of everything and everybody. God and hallelujah, with you on our side, you're more than the whole world against us. And we going to give you praise and honor and glory. And so when you begin, God, to hear people crying out in their homes, Lord, please help me. Please forgive me. God, strengthen me. Get me through this, God, and help me, Lord. And, I, and they begin to tell you that they will walk after you. They will seek you in sincerity and in truth. And when you find them doing that, then you're going to move by your spirit. And you're going to, be going to start pouring out blessings, God, here, there, and everywhere, God, and turn that home into a God presence home, and people be able to to be at home with the family without fussing and cussing and swearing, and nobody's going to be depressed, and nobody's going to be suffering from anxiety because they're not wondering, worried about each other and how things are going to work out. The children 
will be able to hold conversation with the parents and the parents with the children and they will be able to help the children and direct their children, God, and, and we can stop a lot of these children, God, because they don't know and don't know that they don't know and they are running with street knowledge, God, out into the street and people they don't realize that the people live in the street, they're dying in the streets, God, they never prosper in the street because even if they have some prosperity in the street, they die and lose it. God, because they don't know you and the parting of their sin. We thank you, God, and when they turn that home, get back in the church house and begin to pray and seek you, God, you're going to save the whole house. And then the next house, hallelujah, and then the next house, and then the next house where people come to you in sincerity and in truth. So we thank you again this morning, Holy Father. God, and we know, God, hallelujah, that when we do what you've charged us to do, when the Lord Jesus shall stand in the clouds of power and great glory with the trump of God and the voice of the archangel, everyone that has sought you for the indwelling of your spirit, and they did it in sincerity and in truth, God, they're going to have the baptism of your spirit so that when the Lord Jesus, when that trump shall sound, when he's standing there in the clouds, the Bible declares unto us that the dead in Christ shall rise first, and then those that are alive and remain are going to get caught up together and then at that time, they're going to go and meet the Lord in the air and shall forever be with the Lord. And God, again today, this is my hope. This is my prayer. And I believe, God, that everyone around the world that's praying to you, God, in sincerity and in truth, and they believe in the gospel of Jesus Christ for what it is, they trust you, God, and they're following you by faith. God, that you're going to always be there for them. So we thank you. We praise you, God. And we know that until that day shall come, God, that you're going to maintain our cause, God, whatever it is that you charge us to do, we're going to do it. You're not going to let us be overcome by anyone because you're going to lead us and guide us in the path of righteousness for your namesake. God, and you're going to provide us with whatever it is that it takes for us to be and to do the charge that you put upon us according to your riches and glory. In the name of Jesus the Christ, our Lord, I pray and I believe that we're going to have what we ask because we do ask it in Jesus' name. Amen and thank you, God. Hallelujah. Good morning again to everybody, everybody. God bless you one by one and name by name. I pray that the Lord bless every member of your family, whatever their religious convictions might be, whether they fuss and they argue, you keep praying, you keep talking to God because things are not as bad as they seem and nothing can happen to you today that God and you can't handle. When you let God have it, he's going to handle it. Amen. Just keep telling yourself, I'm healed, I'm delivered, I'm prosperous, and I'm saved right now. And when God looks into your heart and he'd see that you really believe what you're confessing, he's going to move by his spirit and he's going to grant these things in your life. He's been doing it. Ever since he made the promise and he's going to continue to do it until the Lord Jesus come to get the righteous. So again today, you go well and be safe. And remember, as you would that men should do unto you, do ye also unto them.